as we watch world events unfold, how do we make sense of what we see in connection with Bible prophecy? Find out today on A View from the Wall. Join I Am A Watchman Ministries Managing Editor Joe Kerr with co-host Dylan Burroughs, bringing you a fascinating discussion regarding the importance of Bible prophecy and Christian living today as it relates to our responsibility as believers to be watchmen. This is A View From The Wall. Welcome to A View From The Wall. I'm Dylan Burroughs along with my co-host Joseph Kerr. And with so much happening in today's world, how can we make sense of it? We know the Bible speaks about future activities, but how can we choose between the good and bad information we see in media and online? Today, we'll talk with Brianna Clausen for answers. Brianna is the president of ministry development for HarbingersDaily.com, a powerful online resource for making sense of today's news from an end times perspective. Brianna, welcome to A View from the Wall. Yes, thank you very much for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you, and we love your website. HarbingersDaily.com publishes what you call world news with biblical relevance. For those who are new to your website or your ministry, however, what will people see when they visit your website? Give us kind of an overview, if you would. A little bit of background on Harbingers Daily. We started out as a social media-based ministry in 2014, uh, chiefly on Instagram under the name Bible Prophecy. And the purpose of our ministry was to share our biblical due diligence, to provide people with the news and to present to them what it has to do with Bible prophecy. And it included the promotion of pastors and teachers who we found to be teaching soundly on God's Word in the world, where, you know, the vast majority of people either don't talk about Bible prophecy at all, these pastors and teachers, or they twist it quite a bit. And and that Instagram ministry at that time led to us building advertising and managing the uh, Instagram accounts of uh, J.D. Farag and Jan Markell. And fast forward to today, we have uh, harbingersdaily.com, which includes an online newsroom where we aggregate and publish world news, as you said, with with biblical relevance, meaning world news that displays the signs that would precede Jesus coming. Yes. And first and foremost, news that is uh, foreshadowing or a harbinger of events that will take place during the tribulation. And the purpose of why we do this is because Jesus said, when you see these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws nigh. And the other thing that you would find on Harbingers Daily is the Bree and Review portion of our website. And in this section, we feature uh, latest videos and articles from trusted pastors and speakers uh, who are providing a sound biblical breakdown of world news. We also uh, exclusively publish articles for watchmen like Chad Thomas, which I know you guys have had on your website. Right. And um, the Berean Review section also features videos and articles from people like uh, Jan Markell and Franklin Graham, Anne Graham Lotz and J.D. Farag, Jack Hibbs, Amir Sarfati, Tom Hughes, Barry Stagner, Robert Jeffress, and more. And the other thing that is unique about Harbinger's Daily is our discernment-led advertising. All news companies are faced with the decision on whether or not they want to bring in Google AdSense onto their website. But the problem with it is you can't really control the advertising that your readers are seeing. So 
you run into problems where they are seeing maybe sexually explicit advertising, which you obviously don't want people to do when you're trying to right. teach them about the Bible and the news and what's going on in the world. And, and we also encountered recently that uh, Google tried to demonetize conservative sites like Zero Hedge and The Federalist from uh, their, their Google ads that they had on there. So we decided that uh, we, we did not want to do our advertising through Google AdSense, that we would prefer to have control over our advertising and had it, have it be discernment-led. And so our advertising is focused on the promotion of these trusted ministries. Um, and we also do the advertising for events such as Jam Markel's Understanding the Times Conference, and we are able to coordinate and build those. I love the name of this organization, Harbingers Daily, and you have some of the Harbinger voices that you mentioned already, but there are so many voices out there and so many things being printed and published and advertised and so many podcasts. How do you decide what goes on Harbingers Daily? How do you decide who you put on there, who you feature, what gets published? Well, our newsroom is broken down into three different sections. We have the morality news, which deals with abortion and the LGBT agenda, children in the crosshairs, religious freedom, etc. And then also a part of our newsroom is we have our Israel in the Middle East section, which deals with anti-Semitism and the enemies of Israel, you know, those who seek to destroy and demonize and divide the Jewish state which includes recently watching this formation of this Ezekiel 38 alliance of Russia, Iran, and Turkey, and now introduced into their Libya as well. And we also include in our newsroom Distress of Nations. So we cover uh, famines and pestilence and earthquakes and lawlessness and uh, also the push for globalism and this climate change agenda. And all of these topics whether they fulfill prophecy or show the setting up of fulfillment of prophecy, are significant and important for Christians to be following closely. That's so important, Brianna. We have just a minute or so until we go to break. With so much happening in today's headlines and your work, what are some of the common themes in our news you're seeing connected to Bible prophecy right now? Uh, Something that is significant that I'm seeing across Bible prophecy teachers and pastors is this conversation of how blatant Satan has become with his agenda. I mean, we saw the coronavirus and uh, churches coming under fire and many freedoms being removed, which still are even removed to this day. And we also saw calls by world leaders for a one-world government and a global reset. And Satan is certainly not letting a crisis go to waste on these things, even down to calling for cash to not be used because uh, it could risk spreading the virus. And we're also seeing that with lawlessness, too, that's broken out. We're seeing media that is stoking this division and defending the rioting. And uh, it's not only the agenda that's the problem, but it's also the delusion of what's going on with people who follow along with it. Yes, well, those are so important to talk about. And when we come back, we're going to address this in more detail. So stick with us here on A View from the Wall. We'll be right back.
from I Am a Watchman Ministries. Here's today's I Am a Watchman Minute. Bible prophecy is perfect and precise. Understanding prophecy not only provides insight into what is going to happen tomorrow, it positions us to be better witnesses today. For example, Daniel the prophet declared that the Messiah would come to Jerusalem and then be cut off or killed precisely 483 years after a particular proclamation was made. About a hundred years after that prophecy was written, the proclamation was made, and exactly 483 years later, Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey in what we now call the triumphal entry, and then was crucified, all exactly as foretold. The study of Bible prophecy is amazing and exciting. I Am A Watchman resources will help you know what God has done and is going to do. Be bold. Be faithful. Be a watchman. I am a watchman.com Welcome back to A View from the Wall. This is Dylan along with Joseph, and we've been talking with Brianna Clausen from HarbingersDaily.com, an amazing website filled with information about current events from a prophecy and Bible perspective. Now, in our last segment, we talked about some of the disturbing things that are happening in our world today and how they line up with what we see in the Bible. In this segment, we want to address how do we respond to these things that we see. In fact, a lot of people are saying, let's just turn off the news completely. Let's forget about it. Let's just get together and keep worshiping God. But uh, what do you say to that, Brianna? I mean, what are we supposed to do when we see all these things happening in our world today? Well, it's a massive mistake for Christians to blind themselves to what is going on in the world. We're called by Christ to be watching. And if you don't, you're depriving yourself of one of the few benefits of living in this dark generation, which is to see the fulfillment of Bible prophecy through the news. And not only that, but staying up to date on what's going on in the world equips us to be able to display to other people what the Bible says about these things. Uh, we are called to be ready in season and out of season to give an answer to the hope that's in us. And we use news as a major witnessing tool. Jesus said the purpose of Bible prophecy is he tells us these things in advance so that when we see them happening, we will believe that it, he is who he says he is. And paying attention to all this gives us also a sense of urgency and it loosens our grip on this world. Also, if you're watching the news and all you see is bad news, then I would submit that you may not be looking at it correctly <laughs> because all of that bad and evil points to the lateness of the hour and it declares to us that our redemption draws near and our hope, our blessed hope is at the door and very soon in the twinkling of an eye, we are going to be with the Lord and we will always be with him. Brianna, I love your perspective on this, and you obviously have learned to discern as you watch the news, because let's face it, not all of it is accurate. Some of it is just plain fake, and some of it is deliberately deceptive. So as people take your advice, and don't just tune out, but learn how to discern, do you have any suggestions for people who are watching the news and consuming all of this content, how they can discern, how they can apply it to Bible prophecy, and how they can get the information without going off track? Well, first, all you need to equip yourself before watching a station like CNN is a remote to change it to a different channel. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Uh, you have to be discerning about what news organizations you're going to accept information from. 
because there is a literal satanic agenda at foot, and the majority of the world is falling prey to that. And the delusion and propaganda is only going to get worse as we see that day approaching. We have to look at everything with an open Bible, asking ourselves, is this news organization promoting this reprobate agenda? Are they promoting a loss of natural affection spoken of in 2 Timothy 3.2 through abortion? If so, you remove them from your feed. Are they promoting the celebration of sin talked about in Romans 1, such as homosexuality, transgenderism, and sexual immorality? Do they promote climate change? If so, you know, cancel them from your DVR. Are they promoting the demonization of the Jewish state, which Christians are called to bless? If so, it runs contrary to God's word and goes somewhere else. If the news organizations promotes globalism, a one-world government, and socialism, all of which are a foreshadowing of the Antichrist system during the tribulation, you know, do they promote lawlessness? If so, take no part in them. You, you get the picture of what I'm saying here. Yes. We, see, we literally are seeing news companies stoking racial divisions. And I mean, all of these things are not new, but what is new is this Isaiah 520 calling good evil and evil good delusion. In 2 Timothy 3, it says that in the last days, evil seducers would wax worse and worse deceiving and being deceived. And these people would resist the truth and hate the body of Christ. And that's absolutely what we're seeing. And even at the same time, uh, every, every news company you follow requires you to do this ongoing biblical due diligence and discernment, even Christian media. You have to ask yourself, do they twist scripture to make their point? Do they sensationalize or exaggerate? Are they getting the information from credible sources? We are living in a time today where watching the news requires the whole armor of God. Right. And that's a part of why Harbinger's Daily was founded to publish and aggregate news, not only from trusted sources, but stories that have been individually examined biblically for accuracy. And the onus is on each individual one of us to do our own study and research. And by the way, that responsibility doesn't flee from us because that news is brought to us by a pastor. The best way to discern the news is by following the example laid out in Acts 17, verse 11, hearing with readiness of mind and searching the scriptures daily. Well, that's a good way to put it. And it reminds me of Daniel chapter 12, where it talks about many will go here and there to increase knowledge. And we live in this information age where information is at our fingertips 24-7 in ways that past generations would have never believed possible. But yet at the same time, we have a growing level of apostasy, as you've talked about. And that's part of what we know is a sign of the end times. Matthew 24 talks about that. So when we're talking about discerning between right teaching and wrong teaching from a biblical perspective, what are some of the things that your website does to help people out in that area? Well, a big part of it is making sure that we, again, are following that example set in Acts 17.11, and we do provide a lot of that biblical due diligence there on the website. Uh, as people are reading the articles, we make sure to put as many Bible verses in there as we can. And also, we have pastors and speakers on there who we trust and we have been following for years that can really break down this news and go through all that the Bible says about it. And we have to be doing our own research about all of these things and all of these topics. And yeah, be ready to have an answer for when other people ask us about it and make sure that we're going forth with a sound mind. 
First Timothy chapter 4 talks about this apostasy that people will heap up to themselves, teachers having these, they're wanting their ears tickled, and we can't take any part of that. we got to make sure, am I believing this just because I want to believe it, or is it because it's what the Bible said? Well, that's such a great perspective. And your website does a wonderful job helping people discern, like you talked about from Acts 17, the idea of the Bereans. And in fact, if you go to your website, it has a section called Berean Review, where it has the voices of trusted influencers in the area of Bible prophecy talking about these issues. So if you haven't checked it out yet, I encourage you to go to harbingersdaily.com. Even as you're listening here, uh, they have sections on online churches of recommended ministries that they trust, information on world news, Israel in the Middle East, and a whole lot more. And we come back in our last segment, we'll talk about how this applies to you personally. So stick with us here on A View From The Wall. The Bible predicts the rapture of the church is coming. Are you ready? Soon many will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Only they will escape the dark days that are coming. A time of tribulation that will usher in the Antichrist and great destruction upon the entire earth. There's only one escape, one way, one light, one truth. His name is Jesus. He came and died so that we may live forever with Him. But to receive this new life, there are three things we must do. The ABCs of salvation. A. Admit you're a sinner and that you need a Savior. Ask for forgiveness and receive His grace. B. Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He came, lived, died, rose again, and will come again. Believe that He is Lord and God. C. Commit to walk His path, the path He wants you to walk, and walk it out by faith. Then you'll be ready for the return of the Lord. To learn more about the rapture and how to know for sure, visit amiraptureready.org. to a view from the wall. This is Dylan along with Joe, and we've been talking with Brianna Clausen from harbingersdaily.com, a wonderful prophecy resource that we encourage you to check out and get information to help you discern the facts about our time. So much information today is either misinformation, fake news, a lot of bad headlines out there. We have viruses and riots and globalism, all things you've heard about, but it's not all bad news. As we talk with Brianna today, I want to give her a chance to share some of the good news stories that are coming out of their ministry. So Brianna, if you would share your favorite good news story for us coming from harbingersdaily.com. Well, uh, Pastor J.D. Farrick posted a sermon that we converted into an article on Harbinger's Daily called The Laborer's Time is Now. And in it, he explains that the major into the world, these terrifying events that we're seeing, that we're witnessing, such as the coronavirus, have been used by God incredibly to disrupt the daily lives of those that are lost. And because of this, we saw Bible sales go up and Christians began getting phone calls from their loved ones asking, you know, does the Bible talk about these things? And even as blatant as, is this the end of the world? More people, because of these events, 
are thinking about the Lord and are interested in the Lord, the harvest of people is primed and ready to hear the gospel now and to hear about Bible prophecy. Uh, and that's good news because Christians have an opportunity like never before. And although this, this is good news, Pastor J.D. does explain that in real life when uh, wheat is ready to be harvested, there's a small window of opportunity for laborers to gather it. And if they let that window pass, that wheat is lost. You know, that laborer's time is now. Jesus said, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Brianna, that is such a great introduction to the end of the broadcast. We like to offer our guests an opportunity to speak directly to our Watchman community. You're younger than most of our guests, but you speak for a growing number of young adults who care about this subject and want to know the truth, but may not know where to go. So we want you to speak directly to that group of men and women who watch, warn, witness, and seek to finish well in these last days. What would you say to the younger Watchmen and women who are hearing this program? today? Well, to those people who are around my age or younger, uh, I want to say that the time is too short for you to worry about whether or not you're going to be taken seriously proclaiming the times because of your age. The time is now and the truth needs to be uncompromisingly and unashamedly told. And there's no holding off until you're older for these things. Uh, when the Lord called Jeremiah to witness to the nation of Israel, Jeremiah said, Lord, I can't speak, I'm a child. And the Lord said to him, Say not, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. So many younger Christians today also feel the need to be fair and to give leeway to this world and to meet in a middle ground when it comes to the tolerance of sin. And that is not what we're called to do. Uh, Daniel was also a child when he was carried away into Babylon, and he was unwilling to compromise God's commandments, even on something as small as the food he would eat. He was not concerned with the consequences. He feared the Lord more than he feared the kings and the leaders. There were many times in Daniel's life that it would have been much more comfortable for him to have compromised or picked his battles, but he didn't do that, and God blessed him abundantly for it. And David also was mocked for his age when he faced Goliath, but he was one of the only ones among them that had the courage to oppose that blasphemy against the Lord. Joseph as well was believed to be 17 when he was sold into slavery by his brothers, um, but he worked hard and he fled from sin and God blessed him for it. We are called to stand up for the truth and to stand in stark contrast to this world, to serve as examples for Christ. Paul encouraged Timothy about his youth, saying, Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers, in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. And that is what we are called to do. I have to admit it's a difficult thing to witness to people of my age group because they came out of a, a, my generation's school system and colleges that have indoctrinated them with what feels like Second Timothy 3 is their outline. But they need to be told, and they need to be encouraged to do their own due diligence. They need to sh be shown what's going on in the world today, and that it's all foretold in God's Word. We are called to tell them. We are not called to soften the gospel so it's easier for the world to receive. We are not called to live in fear of offending them, 
We are not called to present a progressive gospel. The Bible is not dated. It is more up-to-date than your news, and it is living and active and able to open the eyes and the hearts of the lost. Well, that's well said, Brianna, and we appreciate your work so much in this area. And I know that you represent a growing generation of people who are looking at what's happening in our world and know that there is something more to be understood, to be studied, to be learned, that there is a truth beyond the headlines that we see today in our mainstream media. And we do want to encourage you again to go to harbingersdaily.com. Check out some of their news there. One thing that was especially important to me in her words today was this idea of supporting the nation of Israel. This is something that Genesis 12 talks about, other places throughout Scripture that affirm the importance of supporting the nation of Israel. And yet so many young people today do not see the importance of that, even as Christians in the church. They don't see that that's something that's of concern to them, even though that's the land where Jesus walked, the place where Jesus will return to someday with his people. So we want to encourage people to study the scriptures for themselves, to study the news that they see today, and to evaluate it in perspective with what we see in scripture. And and we have such a good example here with harbingersdaily.com. We hope you'll check it out and get some more information. And Brianna, I just want to encourage you as we wrap up our time together to continue to fight the good fight, to continue to set the example like you've talked about in 1 Timothy 4.12, and stand strong no matter what the circumstances for the Lord is with you. And we appreciate you being with us here today. Yes, thank you for having me on. Well, for those of you who may not have caught the entire program today, we encourage you to check it out at IamAWatchman.com, where you can find out more about it. And again, her website, HarbingersDaily.com, where you can get some great information, including those from some of the guests we've had on here before. Uh, you can see Amir Sarfati, Jan Markell. You can see Barry Stagner and some of their ministries and links of some of their latest events and activities. So we want you to get all the information you can there as well from our ministry. And thank you so much for listening today. We look forward to joining you next time here on A View from the Wall. A View from the Wall, in association with I Am a Watchman Ministries, exists to equip a worldwide audience with biblical truth, sharing it with others, and being prepared for Christ's imminent return. The team seeks to encourage, inspire, and equip watchmen for such a time as this. For information about the ministry and upcoming events, visit IamAWatchman.com. A View from the Wall is made possible by the team of dedicated pastors, editors, and the many contributors of I Am A Watchman Ministries. To support our efforts, give online at IamAWatchman.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks for listening and join us again next time on A View from the Wall.